that the two Oholim that it refers to, these dwelling places, one is the dwelling place where the mind meets the words, and the other Ohel is the dwelling place where the mind meets the action. Each one is an Ohel, like the person is there, living there. They, they establish a, a presence by connecting their mind to their words and their actions. Now there is an additional kind, kind of Yichud of unity. That a person must liyached here means more to designate, to direct. Each one of their actions, as we're involved with the physical world, the world of that we are compelled, the world of need, things that we must do to stay alive. This is a fascinating concept here in Avoda. Right, we were getting ready to say that you know, whatever we do in the physical world to take care of our needs, it has to be done with Hashem Shemayim. We have to find a way to connect our needs to the service of Hashem. That's true. But then he says this other thing, that if we don't, What's going to happen is they will be a contradiction to the way we speak in Tzila. We could live our lives taking care of our needs, not plugging into Hashem. And if we do that and we walk into Davin, now how are we supposed to plug in? We haven't been plugged in all day long. Our mind has not been attached to directing our needs to serve Hashem, separated our mind from that process. Now all of a sudden we're going to walk into Shul and we want to plug in. It's not so easy. If we're spending the whole day not plugged in, how can we just walk in and plug in? So he says that's a stira. That's a contradiction in Avoda if we're expecting to not be plugged in here and to come in and be plugged in here. It all has to be united. All has to be right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, no, just a comment. Yeah. Uh, when I learned about the process of davening at the University of great course, where we went through the Tefillah page by page, that was the purpose of building up for Kriya Shema and say Brothers, say Psalm, that you build up to this point where hopefully that that speech is drawing your kavana towards this combination of heart and mind. Right. So it's like the tefillah has been uh, our chazal would you know, designed the service for that specific reason to, to be able to focus when we're at, when we finally come to Shema, that we're at that point uh, where the two are combined. Right. And that, of course, is true. And what he's saying is that if we're not joined in thought and in action out there in the world, that process that you just described is going to be much harder because our lifestyle is a contradiction to what we're trying to do in Dazen. And if the, the more close, the more closely they are related, the easier that will be to do in Dazen. 
And of course it goes the other way too, that what we accomplish in Sila helps us out in the world. He's, he's first talking about this direction, that we need to be together out there and that will help us when we dive in. Fascinating phrase, phrase that he used. You shouldn't like cover over, conceal your words. Your own words. Yeah. Which is a, it's a, it's a reality. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. addressing a real vivid reality, and that reality of uh, uh, that you know, you suddenly you, you you're preoccupied, and the words are going on somewhere in your mind, somewhere in your words, but you're not connected. Yeah, it's a great phrase. It really tells the truth. Vahainu, shebechinu atah yitzkashu. Yes, that's easy if you're not happy a little bit. It shouldn't come without. No, definitely not. It just means that we're going to have a harder time. We're going to have a harder time. What is the... What's the law? To try and bring these two worlds together. Now here, we're, we're trying to connect our mind to our speech. There, we're trying to connect our mind to our action. And we want those to be as similar as possible. So that it's like a, a complete person. That's what we want to work on. What about ego? It depends to what extent, you know, a person's ego can be unhealthy and a person's ego can be healthy. It depends uh, how far it goes. I was thinking, like, uh, it's certainly basically. Then, most of this more involved in profession, that uh, it was more than just other things. A certain satisfaction. Right. So is that uh, a, a legitimate need or that potential mind? Yeah, I think that it is. As long as we don't make that the end all. You know, the end all is our Yiddish kind, our relationship kind But to have some satisfaction in one's work and to build some accomplishment from it is an important thing in terms of the opinion of the human being. A person who's going out there just out there to make a living, <coughs> that becomes very difficult. But there's no time and satisfaction in their parnassa. Now, how much satisfaction one has to have in their parnassa, that I think that varies. There's got, hopefully, there's got to be something. So I think it's important for the person to have it. Right, I mean, it's Right. Hey, right. Right. Not, yeah. Yeah. Doing it pretty. Great Kavana. The Emek Hebron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to aim like uh, Gunsock. <laughs> 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 so, but even that's not disconnected. Uh, especially Absolutely. if you're fortunate enough to recognize uh, what your skill is and that it comes to you from Hashem. Right. And that by using it, Al-Kadusha Shah, right? It's, it's uh, to show the world what this is. That's right. I agree. Okay. 
Vahainu shebechina tahiskashu shohaya doliba ba'es kriyash That is to say, the connection which we achieve in our hearts when we say Shema and when we daven Shemona the Kabul Olav Omafu Shemayim, and accept upon ourselves the responsibility toward Shemayim. Yihiya Nikba Beliba, so that that experience is fixed into our heart. Vihiyos Nisha Rishimu Beleib Al Kohayon, so that the impression. Beliba. Yes. That the impression should remain in his heart for the entire day. That word Rishimu is an important word in the Hasidus. It means when you have an experience in Kedusha and it leaves an impression on you, that you take it therefore along with you. Now he's going the other way around. He wants to say that davening we hope to get it to the point where whatever we achieve becomes impressed upon us. So when we walk out of the shul, out into the world, the impression that we have from Sila is with us, and it will affect the way we act in the world, and will help us join our makshava to our maisa, to our action, out in the world. So there's this cycle going on. One is feeding into the other. Al shall kol hayom so that what we do during the course of the day will be united in will and in desire that which we did at the time of Dhabi. Now I think that's what you see by a great person, that you feel like whatever they're doing, they're being obeyed Hashem. There's just not much of a feeling. This is Avodah Hashem, this is Avodah Hashem. And I know, I know I've shared with you many times that I felt that so strongly with Rabbi Shurashi that he was connected in a way where it was all avoided. Whether it was driving somewhere to pick something up or whether it was dominant and shulamit. There was a certain overall fulfillment of Ratzon Hashem and what, what he was doing. And so those worlds became connected the world of tefillah and Torah and Chesed and then being out there in the world, it just gradually merged. And that's what he's talking about. Shalom yihiyan nigrer achartavah Not to be drawn after, we could even say dragged after is probably a better word, the desires of our hearts. Rak la'asos kol ma'asav l'shem shamayim so that all of our deeds are for the sake of heaven, all of us. Below person is constantly flipping around, uh, like the word hefeh. Sometimes they're attached, sometimes they're not attached, sometimes they're thinking about it, sometimes they're not thinking about it. It's kind of like us, right? <laughs> 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 Mr. Bahasa. <laughs> bit of dignity, right? Masha Kiva This comes from a person being able to experience davening in such a way where it doesn't completely leave and we take it into the day. And that's his concept. The Zehu Bhina 
And he says this is the, the Bechina, the dimension, the concept of Yosef. Shehu Bechina Sikharon. The Yosef has to do with Sikharon, that means awareness. And I think the connection here, which sometimes we see, although he does not express it at all in this memory, this statement, is that wherever Yosef was, he never forgot about Hashem. That's how he's known. He's in the pit, he's in jail, he's in the house of Potiphar. Wherever he was, he was always with Hashem. And they rec- people recognized it. The jail keeper recognized it. This man is with God. Potiphar recognized it. This man is with Hashem. So Yosef is this Bechina of Zikaron, an ongoing, complete awareness of no matter where he was, he's with Hashem, he's serving God. And our passage is when Yaakov sends him out, Yaakov Ish Tam Yosef Oli right. sends him out, sends like Yosef sends him out from Davin. Yeah, and he's actually going to say that something a little similar to that, what you just said. Shal Yidei HaBechina Zikaron, Shalo Yihi Anishkaf Mehalev, HaHeskein, Right, really interesting word. He said, through Zikron, through this awareness, so that it should not be a, a forgotten from one's heart, the agreement. Heskin is an agreement that you had at the time of Sila, that our mind and our heart agree, our mind and our words agree, reconcile for a little for a few moments. That's the Hesketh. Through that, the Yerat Hashem will be upon our face all day to bring our minds into the Shem Shemayim. And that was Yosef. Bazem Shem Yosef. And he wants to say that the name Yosef also reflects this. One of the reasons for the name, Rachel said, Asaf Hashem God has gathered in my shame, my cherpa. She didn't have children, now she did. God has gathered in my shame. And another, the other shame, yes. This, this word cherpasi, uh, was that used anywhere else? Up till that point? Yeah. I don't think so. I, to my recollection, that's the new first time you see it in the Torah. I think so. so. I was just thinking this morning, it struck me during the laning that how much the the whole parsha of Yosef and the brothers uh, is an echo of the lesson of Yaakov, Rachel, and Leah. Yaakov loves uh, Rachel. He loves he loves uh, Yosef, and then and 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 then all of a sudden it's introduced Leah's Snua, and then the brothers are Sone. It's, uh, it's really a, it, it struck me in a way it had never had the sort of parallel. Quality of that. And I, I just was wondering if there had been a, this particular word before. I don't think this word was there, to my knowledge. Now, the Ramban actually says it. The Ramban in this parasha says that whatever happened to Yaakov happened to Yosef. And he brings down a couple of examples. He was hated by his brother. He was hated by his brother. This one, Yaakov, his brother wanted to kill him. This one, Yosef, his brothers wanted to kill him. And then he cites the Midrash where there's a list of things or there's, there's a parallel between Yaakov and Yosef. And then of course Yosef looked like Yaakov. Yeah. It's the same Shorish, but not, not, no, that's Herod. That's the hay. That's where the hay.
Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher. Then the other uh, reason for Yosef's name that Rachel said Hashem will add another child. Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher. So the first one. I yeah. just I've always that that particular. I never really understood a shot for those two statements. Why she says at the birth of Yosef. Why should the Yosef Ben Acher? You have an insight into that. Why? You know, it, it seems yeah. like such a, a, a strange thing at that moment. She, she'd been barren for so long, she has a son. Yeah, and then she says, he'll add me another son. Do you have an approach to that? One of the ideas is that she wanted to be Bezrat Hashem, not to have a lesser chalik in the Shvatim as the other remote. Malaya had six, and the two Shvatas had two each. So she really wants to be, with God's help, like that. And she shouldn't have less than that. So, okay, I have one, you know, so halavai, Hashem should bring me another child so I could be, take my same place with the, with the other imam. So it's not a dissatisfaction of what she has, but it's a desire to take her place with the imam as well. They were so, they were like Moshe remaining on the Shem. Sometimes he, it almost seems like he's forcing the hand for the Well, there is a concept of Tzadik Gozer, Vakosh Moroku, Makayim. But this is more in the getter of its fila. Yosef is davening for Ruffles. I'm sorry, Ruffles davening for another child. I'm sure Ruffles Tefillah carried a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> we hope <laughs> So these two inyanim, Kerpashi more alkol ha'inyanim gashmi. Kerpa, which means literally something like shame. He says that it has to do with the person's involvement in the physical world. Like this is, this is who we are, this is what we have to do. Our needs. You know, like sometimes Hashem, they see somebody who's sick or in a hospital, and a person comes face to face with their human needs, and what that is, sometimes it's degrading. So Hashem has gathered that in. That refers to that concept of taking our physical needs, our cherpa, so to speak, and gathering it in so it's all the shame shamayim. Asav Hashem Esher Pasi. Vahu Ayudesha Yihya Nishar Harishim Omeyatifila Kolayim. And again, that's by bringing forth the effect of Sila to the rest of the day. Vizehu Yosef Hashem Li Ben Acher. That feeds into the next one. Shatihya Nolad Mehatifila Od Bechino Achat that the davening will give birth to an additional help shagam ve'esek hagashmi that when I involve myself in the material world I can gather myself in, unite myself to be the Shem Shemayim. It's the same concept just coming from both expressions. Now he wants to say back to the Pasuk Yaakov says to Yosef, Halo Achecha 
rowing the Shem. Your brothers are, I'm using the word shepherding. There's got to be a better verb for that. What is a shepherd doing? Is he shepherd? Is it also yeah, a shepherd verb? shepherd is a verb. It's a verb too? Okay. So he's shepherding in Shem. Harashe Tevos. What's the Rashe Tevos of Shem? Beis Shin Kaf Mem. Borof Shem Tevod Mahus. So your brothers are shepherding, so to speak. They're taking care of something. In Borashim Kavod Mahusa, Shakoi Albatinas Tefila, Shemakabil Haodam Al Atmo Batinas Kabolas Omatushai. That's talking about the brothers, people, the Jewish people involved in David. That's the part of we are in Shechem, involved in davening. We want that experience to last into the day. So how is that done? It's done through Yosef. Which is the concept of being constantly aware. Kimavur. So, here's what it means. Yaakov is saying to Yosef, but take it out of the shot. Go, right, you, say, you Yosef, the power of Zikaron, go into Davide. Send Yosef into Borov Shem Kavod Mahusam, into Shem. Send the Koach HaZikaron, into the experience of Tefila. That's his understanding of this. Shayiya lohem bechinat hazikaron mehatefila. Shaloyiya nishkaf milila. So it shouldn't be forgotten. Vedehu lechna re'ei es shalom, etc. Go and see the well-being of your brothers and also of the tzon, of the sheep. Taking care of sheep, that refers to a person involved in the physical world. They were shepherds. That was their physical occupation. That according to what we accomplished in davening, so will be our ability to take care of our sheep out there in the world. Yeah. It's interesting because Rachel also mm-hmm. needs a sheep. Yes, Rachel is a sheep. Well, it's interesting that the sources of turned themselves into sheep, shuffled them and slaughtered them. That it's almost like a Malik is infected with the gosh. The sheep thing right there. Mad sheep then Yaakov says and bring me back word so now we've connected Zikaron to Tefillah and Tefillah to our physical needs return it back to me Lahashiv kol ha'inyanim 
Now bring that back into davening. Complete the cycle. So that what we do in the world does not contradict what we do when we daven. So it's the complete cycle. Take the awareness into tefillah. Take the tefillah out into the world and take what we do out in, in the world back into tefillah. And we're going like a cycle. That's He sent him from the depths of Tevron. How can a person do this to sanctify themselves in the realm of the permitted when we're just taking care of our physical needs? For a person to know that all of the physical things that we have to take care of, which has to do with the physicality and the depth, you might say, of the physicality of the human being, they're all attached. Attach them to holiness. Shahu Every physical thing that we do, it has some kind of kedusha into it, as long as we find a way to attach it to our motivation. So that's Amek Chevron. Amek is the depth. A person thinks about sometimes the things they have to do out there in the world. Sometimes we have to think pretty low. Don't worry, Hebron. Everything we have to do is going to be attached to our Vodas Hashem. That was Rashi's reference to Avram Avinu. He's taking it on a different Mahalo. Okay, wait. So again, he's saying death is sometimes that a person thinks low into the physical world, taking care of their needs. We're very physical people. So we shouldn't think that because of that we're detached from Hashem. No, Hebron. That's also Mechubra. That's also attached. There's holiness there too. As long as we're not doing our very We're talking about taking care of our physical needs. That there's something there to be pulled out to serve Hashem with. And that's the Lashon of Hitabrus, joining the depth, the loneliness in this case, to Hashem. Well, later, Yosef says, "I'm looking for my brother." You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you, could, you know, you could—I uh, never really thought about this, but Amik Hebron, you could—you could look at it as the depths of uh, friendship, the depths of brotherhood. Right, Hebron, Chaver, and everything. Right, Kiryat Arba. In other words, some other words, Sivas and Kiryat Arba. It's right there in the realm and so You know, uh, Ken, on that thing that you mentioned, it just occurred to me that the Pusik in the Torah that talks about the lifting up of physical things into the realm of Kedusha, it is mentioned by Avram Avinu because it says that the field that he bought by Yochan, the field rose into his possession. 
So Rashi says, you know, why does it say the field rose? Because now it's part of Avraham's possession. It had its akuma. It was, it was elevated by Avraham Avinu. So the act of acquisition, which is one of these physical things we're talking about, the world of business and trade, which could bring somebody way down spiritually. But if a person connects to it in such a way where they're being over Hashem, which Avraham Avinu did, then that same act is rather an elevation. And when you were saying Chevron is where the obelisks are buried, it occurred to me that we learned that in and out from Avraham Avinu, uh, taking our physical needs and attaching them to Avodah Hashem. And as a result of that, they came to Shechem. Now he says this is this idea of coming to Shechem, that everything which is done is done the Shem Shemayim. Now he may be saying Shechema also Shem Kavod Mahusa, like Bishchem, Borov Shem Kavod Mahusa. One will arrive to that. Right, so that's the end of this concept. He then connects it to Hanukkah, but we're out of, town, out of time now. The complete concept then is that, just to review it, that we're trying to connect what we do in davening to what we do out in the world, and what we do out in the world back to what we do in davening. And all of that comes with an awareness of being Oved Hashem. In each precinct, we're trying to be Oved Hashem. The more we have that awareness and foster that, 
awareness, the more able we are to take each realm of our life and unite them into one, which is Boroshem Kavod Mahmoud. That's the rest of the day. Shukawa. Shukawa.